0: right now. You locked down with Generation Motivation. i I tried to warn them, told them it was coming, but they ain't ready for They ain't ready for They ain't ready for it. They tried to knock it, but they couldn't stop it, because they ain't ready for They ain't ready for it. They ain't ready for
1: what's happening good people it's your boy Jay snipes aka the podcaster of the people back with another episode of generation motivation the podcast hey man i'm 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 about to wind down season four of the podcast i'm getting close i got one more episode but it's amazing man we're looking at almost 50 episodes you know i'm trying to Trying to educate the community and and, um, and highlight those in the community that are making a positive impact. And I got I got my homie on here. We go way way back, all the way back to um, our alma mater at North Carolina A&T State University. I got my man David Rogers on the line. And um, special thing about uh, Dave is, um, man, this, this this brother is is definitely. Definitely trying to make an impact in the community, and when I say firsthand impact, I'm talking about he's a high school teacher. <laughs> hey, hey, no, hey, look, no job is more important than teaching the youth because they are going to be the future, and he's, hey, he's in the trenches with them. You know what I'm saying? So, hey, Dave, w- welcome to a uh, Generation Motivation the podcast. Jay, hey, I appreciate
0: it, man. Thanks
1: for having me. Yeah, man. Now I'm trying to, I'm trying to remember. Did I know that you were? Did I know back in the day that you were looking to be a, a, a teacher at that time? Um, look, I think so. <laughs> no, that's like years ago. But I, I <laughs> the entire time that you knew
0: me, I was an education major. Uh, but that wasn't always the case.
1: Okay. Um, okay.
0: When I a well, you want me to
1: elaborate? Yeah, hey, go ahead and elaborate because, you know, it's it's funny that we say that when we're talking 20-plus years and we start going back and um, it's funny because it's a lot of people I didn't know what their major was. Some some folks that I would see every day, you know, I can't even remember what their last name is right now. But that's beside the point. <laughs> that's beside the point. Hey, 20-plus tw- years, man. But, nah, nah but, but actually, I— now now that you're jogging my memory I, I actually do remember that you were you know looking at um being an educator back then you know what i'm saying so but but yeah go go ahead and elaborate though go ahead and, and elaborate well um a lot of times you know people wonder
0: you know why do you why do you want to be a teacher right What? Well, I, I never actually wanted to be a teacher at first okay uh
1: well, you know, I got accepted to auntie in November of my senior year, and I was going to be a mechanical engineer. Oh, that, for real? Oh, absolutely. Absolutely. I was
0: accepted, I'm like, yeah, that's what I'm going to do. The senior year comes along, and um, I'm not doing well with math. I'm, I'm, I'm You know, I, math is
2: not my thing.
0: Okay. Uh, and so I'm like, you know what, I'm going to be smart. Maybe, maybe not. And so I've been taking some drafting class. So then I said, I'm going to be an architectural engineer. Okay. Still engineer. Still not being smart. Because I'm like, okay, this math. Right. I am, yeah. So I'm going through the end of my senior fighting. And I don't know what I really, really want to do. Well, and, and as you know, both of my parents are in education. I've got plenty of family members who have been educators. Right. And my dad probably said to me, you know, hey, Maybe you should think about going into education. And I thought about it and I said, you know, I'll give it a try. And so I had actually contacted ANT and changed my major again to architectural engineering. So the <laughs> summer before we got to ANT, I wrote ANT again and I got accepted as an elementary education major. Okay. My dad was a school principal. You know, I've been around that environment. And I was like, okay, yeah, I'm, I'm going to, you know, I'm going and help with the little, little kids. Yeah. Well, we get to AT and you are going through your education courses and then you start doing these internships. And so I had an internship. I don't know if you remember, there was a nursery on campus right by that uh, off off Cooper Hall. There was a little nursery school over there. Okay. You know, style development. And so I was doing an internship there. You know, I'm there and it's a bunch of like five, six-year-olds. And so, you know, hey, you know, Mr. Rogers, can you uh, take the kids to the bathroom? And so <laughs> it's, I definitely get me and like... Eight little screaming kids running around. <laughs> uh, this ain't gonna work. <laughs> I, my English education, and that's where I am now, 24 years later.
1: 24?
0: I am, yeah, I think this is year 24. Yeah. Wow. That seemed like it, but yeah, man, I'm, I'm, I'm oh.
1: <laughs> hey, you can't be old because if you old, I'm old. That's
0: right.
1: Yeah, we, we just decent. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man, hey, man. Well, first and foremost, hey, bro, congratulations on 24 years, man. That's, hey, man, that's, that's no small feat, man. Um, and, you know, I was, I was, uh, actually, I was not being sarcastic when I said that in terms of, you know, being a teacher, you know, as being that, that's being the most important job. I mean, because, you know, my parents also you know, being in education and they taught 30 plus years, well, 30 years and 31 years. And my father was in, in high school, uh, high school teacher, mom, elementary school teacher. Hey. You know, brother is a professor on the college level, you know, so that, uh, that educational gene, it runs in the family with me as well. I just, I never made that leap towards being a teacher i considered it at one time when um you know once i graduated but it it wasn't you know while i was in school though once i kind of graduated and just trying to find myself and you know how can i make an impact and you know of course my parents were in my ear and and saying hey now is a good time if you wanted to uh i mean they're looking for teachers this was probably about maybe 20 years ago (laughs) But they all, it seemed like they're always looking for teachers. Um, but uh, they said, you know, now would be a good time, you know, if uh, you really don't see anything out there that kind of sparks your interest. And um, they were like, you know, not having to work during the summer if you don't want to and um, all the holidays that you get off and, and stuff like that. And plus, obviously, you're making an impact, you know. So, um, but I, I did not go that route, however.
0: But, you know, Teachers, I am a formal standing in front of the class everyday teacher um, yeah. but you know teachers are everywhere Right. And even what you're doing right now is your form of impacting and giving back you know mine's in a face to face position with high school seniors everyday and you're reaching out to a lot of people so you know that teaching gene is, is definitely in you Jay it's right. not in, in
1: that formal sense in that formal sense this that, is true this this is true. You're right. Yeah, because um, you know, even I thought about, you know, when I, I I coached my son's basketball team for, you know, about four years and stuff like that, you know what I'm saying? So still trying to trying to mold these young, impressionable minds, I guess like you said, it's just not in that, that formal uh sense being in the classroom. But um so twenty four years, how has I guess how has teaching changed? I know it. I know it's changed a lot. But what what are what are some of the biggest changes from when you first started? Can you remember that first day walking into the classroom?
0: Um, not really. Okay, that's what's so crazy. My uh, actually my first year of teaching, I taught I taught one year in Salisbury at an alternative school. And Ooh. So okay. Said you know these kids had. Been uh, in trouble, so they had to leave their regular school. And so it's different because these are all the kids that people assume are bad. Right. And going there, you better, you, better, you better have your armor all day. It's like, you know, they're, they're kids, they're high school students. So they're not going there, and you build relationships with them. Once they realize that you really care about them, and people have to understand that caring about them is not doing everything they want to do. Right. So I, a role model and I have to guide you in the right way whether you like it or not I can't force you but I can try to put you on the right path and those kids wanted to be nurtured and taught as much as anyone else they right. just got caught up in some cases doing dumb stuff
1: who
0: right. did dumb stuff when they were younger some people just don't get caught this is true <laughs> that first year it definitely was a, a great experience it was a smaller environment and um, then one of my friends uh, Darren Corbett whose daddy used to be uh, our basketball coach at A&T right. he was the. we were at, A&T together and the English
2: uh, both English teachers or going through the English program. Uh,
0: yeah uh, curriculum curriculum and <laughs> DC got a job at PAGE and then they had an opening and he reached out to me and um I've been there since
1: okay okay so
0: um and I, I it's a, it's different because I when I first got there it was um very 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 uh high percentage of white versus black students you know
2: it was probably uh, 70 30 towards white students okay
0: um and so, different environment, uh, yeah. but not bad. with everybody, you know, got along. But my school is extremely diverse. We got the rich, just the you know, rich kids, and then we got some of the, you know, most underprivileged socioeconomically yeah. in Yorba County. Um, so it's great to find that that middle point where I can help out.
2: Right. You know? and, and I found that, you know, throughout the
0: years. You think you have one purpose, you know, I'm there and I'm going to help inspire these little black kids and we're going to, uh, you know, go and try to make a difference. And I still feel that way, but I guess I was ignorant to not realize that my white students can learn something from me as well. Mm-hmm. You know, they um, I teach an IB philosophy class, which is an upper level class, but I was for well, a couple of years teaching an IB English class, an IB the international uh, program, similar to AP classes and so. so I remember one of the assistant principals was asking me, you know, do I want to teach IB? Do I want to teach IB? I'm like, no. <laughs> and I'm like, the kids that need to see me aren't in those classes. Hmm. And I thought that for a long time. And then I changed my mind and I went to those classes and I realized, you know what? The kids that need to see me are in all of these classes because especially in a place uh, in the world in which we live, a lot of kids don't see a young black male in that position. Right. I've been the first black teacher for a lot of people. But then I'm an English teacher, which, you know, I tell people I'm a unicorn. Right. Because a lot of people never, ever seen that. And so I have great open conversations with my black kids and my white kids. And with having that group together, we all are able to learn from each other in a controlled environment. Because I tell everybody, it's the safe zone in Mr. Rogers' room. Nobody's going to message you. Right,
1: Nobody's right. Like,
0: and we're going to talk about soft things. Um, And so I've learned a little bit about myself going through that whole process. I think that's one of the main reasons why, you know, I've stayed there and I've stayed in the classroom. It's just awesome to be able to make the impact. And everything, it's not always about just English. You know, I teach life. And so I to help these kids understand how things are in the real world. Like I said I'm teaching seniors, so next year I'm like, what are you gonna do? First thing I ask them is, what you wanna be when you grow up? Right. Because in 365 days, you're gonna be somewhere else, right? You're not gonna do with me. Um, and throughout the years, I, I, I feel like I think I've made uh, an impact on a few lives, and so it's, it's that has been, you know, a blessing. Yeah, from the first day to, to today, you know, I, I I've taken my lumps, I've learned. Uh, some good hard lessons, uh, but it's
1: all been working. It definitely been working. Right. Yeah, you know, and that's, um, that's interesting that you say that in terms of like your perspective. I don't know, like when you said that you taught at the alternative school, the first thing I said was, ooh, like, you know what I'm saying? Because when you say alternative and that's, and that's where kids don't get a fair shake. Right. you say alternative and you start thinking about uh, Joe Clark and lean on me even though that wasn't alternative but you, you know what I'm saying that's what you automatically think about but hey those kids don't want to be on that path either and like you said you you, you have to build relationships you have to build trust for, and, and, and that way they're able to understand that you're on their side you're looking you know to help guide them you don't have to do everything that they say as a matter of fact once you gain their trust and they understand that you have their best interest interest at hand when you tell them no then they accept that you know what i'm saying so i think that's a a, a very good um a very good point that uh you know you you're a role model and if you're able to build that trust and 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 let them know um, there are a lot of different viewpoints out there, African American male that's standing on this side of the desk looking to try to guide and teach you see what I'm saying, so I, I, I like I said, I, I definitely applaud you for having that mentality man, going in there um and uh, it's interesting also that you said that you are a lot of people's you know, first African American teacher too
0: right, and uh it's wild, and I'll, I'll see you know. you see stuff on, on social media, and they'll ask you know people you know who's your first teacher, who's your? and and I see my name come up often again. Yeah, talk you know maybe ninth, tenth. I've taught every grade level, but I've I've had seniors for the past oh since about oh four that I've been teaching seniors, and so there've been so many. I'm like wow, you went through all those grades, and I was the first one. And you were the and again, first. Some people don't know how to. right or initially you initially think a certain thing but you know we're stereotype busters
1: right right
0: job to to understand that hey we we. there are a lot of people out here who want to make a difference and it's sometimes even people who look just like you who care about you you know
1: right exactly um so what do you think um with, I guess with, you know, COVID, Mm. I, I, hey boy, it's a tough one just to even kind of even bring it up but, you know, I, I, I I guess with things somewhat returning back to normalcy and, um, how, how do you think COVID just kind of changed the scope of education? Well, you know that, and I think
0: I even, uh, you know, I get rambling sometimes, I think I almost skimmed over your last question and, and, one of the some of the biggest changes
1: oh okay um, yeah
0: okay, but no no but it, but it falls in line with the question about COVID because the biggest change that I've seen since I've been in education is technology right technology has you know we've gone from you know uh, taking attendance on bubble sheets to <laughs> hey I'm on my computer every day right who didn't have a computer I can't get through my day this year without, you know, I've got two computers. I've got a laptop and I have my desktop. Right. So there's no way to survive without technology, you know, in terms of, you know, and this could be a good thing. Kids have access to us in terms of email. You know, they they can contact us, you know, some kids might be emailing me right now. I tell them that I will see it uh, at like 8 in the morning.
2: (laughs) 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 my lessons are on a platform called Canvas, where, you know, if kids can't be here, right.
0: they can see what's going on. But the thing about it is, when
2: COVID hit, we were building the plane as we were flying it, mm. no one was used to
0: it. We mm. didn't understand. You know, we're learning about this technology. Okay, you're going to be on Microsoft Teams every day. Okay, oh, wow, I got to sit here on camera.
1: Right. Every- and sometimes, you know, it's tough to interact because, you know, kids are at home.
0: You're in the middle of a pandemic. You don't know what's going on. People are scared. Learning and education was not everyone's main focus.
1: It was not the forefront. And,
0: right. And this is really important. And that, I'll be honest, that was tough. It yeah. was tough because, you know, you may have three or four kids who would pop up in class and yet we're still trying to reach all of these kids but again I'm stuck at home if I'm there with you I can pull you to the side I can talk to you I'll take you out of the hallway we have a conversation I couldn't contact my kids I couldn't get there with them right and it was real frustrating um, flip side of technology now which it kind of bothers me and I'll be honest you know we're old school Jay we, we learned our timetables we had to Facts. Mm-hmm. Education has really shifted from what you know to what you can find.
1: I, w- I was just about to say that. Go it ahead.
0: Scares me. you know it scares me because I see if I you know if, if look when, when the machines are cut off, <laughs> what can you do on your own? So that's a that's a big battle. You know every kid has a phone. They find anything right there. Right. And, and kind of uh, that is frustrating. I and it scares me in terms of education in the long run. Um, but yeah, technology definitely has been a big change. COVID uh, definitely put a monkey wrench in our plans. And now that we are back in full swing, it's tough. You know, my fingers were fresh uh, mm. when we shut down on, on March 13, 2020. I'll never forget it. Mm. I coach also. My track team had a track meet that Saturday the first meet of the year so on Friday school ended wow and well, a lot of my seniors didn't get a chance to have their senior year track which was that hurt me that was frustrating to me but those freshmen who are now seniors are still trying to recover we're working on resumes now we're talking about you know activities but it was a year and a half where they weren't allowed to do anything
1: exactly that's very frustrating <clears throat> a lot of
0: they even talk about yeah My am sorry year my, was terrible come back in the building even though when we started out online the buildings opened up in March of the next year but some people declined to come back right. so that's when we're teaching to the kids who are online and I'm also teaching to the kids who are in front of me that was that was tough and I know for many teachers it was a tough frustrating time because you know you want to keep making that impact but again it was such a brand new situation we didn't know how Right. So um, two, almost three years later, we are, you know, at a point where we're trying to find, like you said, some kind of normalcy, but it's a new norm. Right. It's a new norm. We'll never have a day where um, every kid doesn't have a laptop and we're not working from there. You know, writing is going out of style, Jay, because everybody's typing. Now and we're sending in email. You know, it's not like it's a trade. Turning your papers, turning your tests. You know, this this integration of technology like I said, it, it definitely has changed the game. But but again, it's a good thing. It is it is it is helped, and <clears throat> these twenty first century learners
1: are going to benefit from. It. Right, hey, you touched on so many good points. I I, I want to um, touch on a couple of them or, or kind of add to them. Yes, sir. So. Um, you know, first off, when you said it, it was a tough environment to, you know, be able to teach during COVID because you're, you're still trying to make that impact, you know, and everyone learns differently. Say some some are visual, some are, you know, uh, they like to be there in, in, in person and touch and, and, and feel and, and get a feel for the environment. And I know it was tough, um, you know, having to sit in front of a computer for all of that time, especially the younger grades because they're accustomed to be being able to get up and, you know, kind of run around stretch here. We will go to this you know station. And now you come back to this station and kind of break up the monotony for them to have to sit in front of a, a laptop the entire time. And my son, my son was, uh, uh let me see. He was in eighth grade. Yeah. He was in eighth grade at that time. And he would come out of that room and tell me like he was, the only one that would have his camera on, boy. The, t- the teacher loved him. The teacher loved him because he was he was cut. He was the only one in class that would cut his camera on and and converse. You know what I'm saying? So if if he had to miss class for whatever reason, boy, she was lost. Like she was sending text message, hey Robert, is Robert okay? You know whatever. Blah blah blah. I think he missed one one day of class because he had to go to an appointment or something and she was like is- no you know what let me take it back he missed one class because he overslept like he he always had perfect attendance in school but um you know he he uh he forgot to set his alarm he actually overslept and uh she was like is robert okay you know because nobody turns their camera on Now, how how tough is that you know for you to be able to engage and interact with with, with students if you can't even see them, you don't even know if they're in actually looking at the screen, they're not, you know, giving any type of feedback, they're not answering questions. You know what I'm saying? So it's that I know I definitely know that was tough. Yes. Yeah, uh, yes. I, I know exactly what that teacher means. Oh. <laughs> there are pretty few students who ever want to turn on their camera. You see little
0: squares. And so I sit there staring at myself. All day long, I'm like, I, I, I just don't want to just look at me all day. Right.
1: have a
0: question. So I'm in the, in the classroom. I, I, can come up to you. I can ask. I can get you to answer a question,
1: or at least I just frustrate you to death. Right. I can't do anything when you at home. And if there are kids whose parents weren't there, oh man, there's so much
0: PlayStation being played. Exactly. It's COVID, and you know I had to get on my even my own son, so well, he can be upstairs. I'll be downstairs and Trey wouldn't cut on his camera. Yeah. So this
1: class ends, like, you, don't, you don't play Station. You know, <laughs> there were so many distractions at yeah.
0: that time. It was just hard.
1: It was hard. Um,
0: hard to learn. That that was, again, the interaction with the students is what you, what you desire. That's how you need that, that feedback to
1: right. know that you're,
0: hey, I'm doing a good job. Uh, I need to do something different. And you just didn't have any control of that situation during COVID.
1: True. Exactly. Secondly, when you said writing is going out of style, um, I just had a conversation with uh, my wife about this the other day. We were, you know, talking about the kids like hey, they took cursive writing out of uh, out of school. Like how, the kids don't even know how to write in cursive. Well, mine do. But I'm just saying like now coming up, they don't even know how to write in cursive.
0: Okay, this is me. This is me. Now, Jay, you know, I'm silly. But I, and I'm the same person with my kids. I, my, my personality doesn't change. And I've learned I didn't have to act a certain way. Oh, I can, people say, oh, oh, you're an English teacher. I need to know. You don't need to change anything. Right, right. Uh, be, be who you are. And so, um, uh, something flashed across my phone and it threw my, threw my uh, brain.
1: See? Uh, See? Look how technology is distracting you. I'm telling
0: you <laughs> Talking about, uh, uh, I told you
1: I was being silly. I was, um, I was going You talk about writing in cursive. See, man, you, you, you so busy yeah. worrying about what, uh, Jimmy G gonna do. Uh, so you- <laughs> <laughs> hey, this is a podcast, you can't come back on that, and you can't come back at the host. <laughs> but
0: okay, we're talking about cursive writing now, yes. Buddy, I, was, um, I used to give the SAT on Saturday and in the SAT there's a part where kids have to uh, write out a statement and it specifically says in cursive writing <laughs> write out this statement and then offer your signature when you talk about uh, the deer in the head like not the English section. they were looking at me like
1: cursive? I don't- What to do? I was like, just loop the
0: letters together. so, but but it's
1: sad. That's sad. Give me your
0: signature, and you know, it's gonna be some manuscript.
1: Oh my gosh! So we're
0: we're we're changing things, and
1: it's it's it's, uh it's crazy. That's crazy, man. I was like, y'all took out cursive writing. Right. Good gracious, man. Um, but uh, so let me ask you this now with you teaching seniors yes. do you feel as though there's a lot more pressure on you because like you said you know a 365 days you're gonna be on a college campus somewhere or or you well, you might not be at school period you know what i'm saying so you're going out into the world regardless um do you feel like it's a it's a lot more pressure on you um to kind of prepare them for the real world
0: um yes the, the frustrating the Greg it's really frustrating is my students who ask them uh, have no clue because you know we got a lot of kids who live day by day right a lot of a lot of our kids have they think they have no purpose or they haven't found their purpose at this point in life and those are the kids who kind of glide through the year doing the skip like, all right, I need mean, you, focus. Mm-hmm. you got to focus. You gotta get ready. And you know, I say, I've seen you before. With another experience, I've seen that kid before. They're like, you don't know me, yeah, I've I, do. I, I well, taught you eighteen times already. Right. And you're frustrated and you act out because of things that have nothing to do with Mr. Rodney's class. You know, who you mad at? You're not mad at me. Right. Frustrated myself. And sometimes you're lost you don't know what you're going to be doing next year. And so those are the ones who may even try to stop. It's almost like they're trying to freeze time so they can stay. They don't want to They didn't want to graduate. Right. Right. They're afraid of what happens after graduation. Those are the ones who tend to slip through the cracks. Um, and so yeah, there, there, there's a fair amount of pressure if we can just get them to focus on Okay, this future is coming, yeah. and you have to get to do something. I said, you're not going to be able to stay in your mama's house forever. Right. You have to ready to go out and make a positive contribution out here in the world doing something. And I tell them you define what your success is. I said, what is success? I said, if you want to be a garbage man, if you want to be a postman, I said, everybody's not going to go to college. I True. said, but there are plenty of other options that you can have that
1: will carry you through and you will live a good life, but you just can't do nothing. Nothing. Exactly. Exactly. That, hey, that is so true, man. You know, time goes by so quickly. I mean, and and I think, you know, when we were at home for COVID and and with the, you know, virtual school and all that stuff, man, it really, really kind of tells a tale of how quickly time goes by because, you look up, man. A in COVID, what you said, March thirteenth of twenty twenty. That's right. Man, we a September of twenty twenty two. Man, it, it seems like it was a blur. But look how look how how much time we. I'm not gonna say lost. Look how much time has passed. You know what I'm saying? So, you know, kids have to understand that every day you have to be working towards some type of goal. You have to set that goal early as possible. That way you know that you're on the right path, and when when you get, you know, when you get to graduation, you already have a plan in place, man, because if you get to your senior year, and that, that second semester, and you don't know what you're going to do, it's, it's going to be a tough, you know, a tough uphill battle for you. It
0: is. It is. And, and some of them will wait, and then it hits them in like May.
1: And right. they haven't ordered their cats and gowns it's like,
0: oh wow, I, I really got to go.
1: Right. Exactly. And just, just do something different. I've been doing this I've had
0: this same routine for like thirteen years. Now I've got to go do something different. I mean, I can understand it being a scary film. Um but that's why we try to grab try to grab as young as we can and, and try to help them get on that 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 right path. When I, I used to again, my, when I first started I was teaching ninth and tenth grade and then I can watch them progress now when i get them some of them i'm just meeting for the first time you know if you run track then i, I get some of my athletes all the time so they already know me they know how things are i know how they are but, and so i've been trying to you know plant bugs in their ear. hopefully you know for four years if they did me that long and i have have about four or five of my students who in fact fall into that category but then the others i just met you and a half weeks ago
2: <laughs> right speed it up and try to
0: find allies people who know you and then we can gang up on you to make sure that you're doing the right thing including the parents so many people disregard the impact that parents make positive and negative You have to remember where kids come from those who fortunately like we were Jay we had people who pushed us in the right path without even pushing it was an expectation
1: exactly when, when there is no expectation for your success that's tough that's tough.
0: They've got to find... I, I try to find like-minded people and, and my colleagues are that way. I work with some wonderful colleagues at Page. Um, and we just try to make sure that those seniors understand that there's more to life than just high school. Right. But high school is going to be the place where people go going to nurture you more than anywhere else. And that real world is going to be different. So get ready.
1: Exactly. Hey, that's the truth, man, because... You know, even with all the nurturing that I had at, you know, at home and in school and, you know, made excellent grades. Hey, once I graduated high school, man, and, and stepped on the and campus, it, it was it was different. I mean, I knew I was at school, but just being mentally prepared for that independence. You know what I'm saying? Well,
0: no.
1: <laughs> that no. Hey, boy, it, it's a different world <laughs> than where you come from. I don't even know if that's the words, but I, I try to get it out there, boy. That's how that's it's. <laughs> <I'm>
0: good partner. <laughs> hey, do I sound good? Go
1: ahead, go ahead. No, uh, no, uh, okay. <laughs> but yeah, look, you know I know that, Jay. Look, we right across the hall from
0: each other. Right. And so, you know, I, I tell people the dorm doesn't shut down it's
1: about one in the morning. Right. It's only about one to
0: get quiet you gotta get up and he, he go to class hopefully it's not an 8 o'clock class but there's nobody there to say hey go get up you can lay in the bed all you want and, oh. and you and I both know people who didn't make it after the first semester freshman, year first true. year true because they didn't have that discipline um and so that's tough it's unfortunate but
1: it's tough true that's true man I mean you know even something as um I, I you know I'll say it's my new but even like your schedule, like some people didn't know how to situate their schedule. So hey, you you on one, one side of the campus, you got to walk all the way across campus and be over there in 10 minutes. But yet, right. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? But yet it's a 20 minute walk like stuff. like You don't even know, you know what I'm saying? Like the ins and outs. It, I mean, that's minute. But in the grand scheme of things, man, it's, it's about independence and knowing having a plan all the way down to your schedule and your courses and all of that stuff. You know what I'm saying?
0: Day, I tell my students, high school is practice for life. Yes. I, said, I don't get it. Said, well, I don't to take this class. Why well, do to I do this well? I said, it's practice for life, you all. It's teaching you how to be on time. It's teach you how to be responsible. It's teaching you how to make sure you're doing the things you want to do, even if you don't want to do them. I said, do you know as an adult, you're going to do a lot of things you don't want to do?
1: A lot do. of things.
0: We are getting you prepared for that. So, now nah, you might not like that uh, ceramics class or whatever it may be, but you're learning, you're learning, you're learning about life, how life is going to be. And I've had, I can't tell the number of students who have come back to me after they graduated or contacted me. You know, I wish
2: I had listened to you. Yeah.
0: I wish I had done this. I wish I had done that. And now I'm at a point, this is crazy. This, 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 this is called longevity, where I am teaching students of my students.
1: Oh, wow. You're teaching the kids, the next generation?
0: I have at least, you know, True.
1: Wow! Wow. Oh, you are old. Yeah,
0: i It's all good. Um, <laughs> now, you know I know your mom and daddy. No, I know your daddy. <laughs> the, the, the relationship is. But like, I'm like, wow, I can see full circle. Right. I can see how things are going. Now, if it's negative, then I know, all right, okay. Right. I don't right. have
2: to
0: work on you, especially if I knew mom or dad may not have been the most focused you may not be the most focused and I, and I, and I hate to say it not every parent is a positive influence true but uh, apple trees make apples right I can you know why well, you act that way we can fix that we can fix that right. um, or at least work on it right but yeah man it's just it's, it definitely is is, is so rewarding and I you know every day you know, there's one thing about teaching is no two days are ever the same. Right. Oh, right. When you're dealing with students, I'm funny. <clears throat> you know, we we you know you know me, I'm a cut up. And so <laughs> we learn, we laugh. Yeah. Um, and they, I build a trust with them. I tell them, I say, you know,
2: we're not friends. I don't have any 18 year old friends. Right. Right. I'm gonna love you to death and I will do whatever it takes to get across
0: that stage. I said, you're not like me every day, some of you, but that's all right. I said, I'm not here to make friends. Right. Then, at the end, you're going to respect me, and we're going to just respect one another, and we're going to define what our respect is to one another. Another lesson I've had to learn myself within, you know, the teaching environment. We expect kids to... You know, say no, sir. Yes, sir. If they say yeah, you think it's disrespectful. No, if you've never been taught, to say no, sir. Yes, sir. You're just being yourself. You're just being yourself. So, That's true. got you know, to calm down and <clears throat> be willing to learn and adjust to how our students are as well. And you know, I found throughout the years that you know I, I've had more success that way. And every kid is different. Right.
1: Right. Um. So. What what role do you think teachers play in society? Like how how impactful do you think your job is as a teacher? I I I, I guess the way I phrase this is kind of odd, but the the, the the reason I said said it that way is because I look at and and with my parents having been teachers, I I know you know I know the impact that teachers play on society you know and we talk about like the disparity and in, in, in salary ranges you know in comparison to some fields and this and that and, and but I know that teachers shape the future so um, like how, so how, how does it make you feel being a teacher like I mean, being in that role and in, in affecting society that way
0: um. You know, it's, 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 it's an honor man um, again I can understand and have learned that some of these kids are tuning me out but some of them are listening to me and some of them see someone who cares about them who is willing to push them beyond what's comfortable so they can grow that's the only way to grow push yourself beyond what's comfortable so my job is to give that push right. um, and so I, I take the role very seriously um, because again for some of those kids we are the only positive yeah. individuals in their lives right. they're the only ones who well look they see us sometimes more than they see their parents right.
1: it's, it's,
0: it's very very important to take that role Seriously, um, I think there are cases where society has <laughs> not necessarily uh, looked at my profession in a way and held it, hold it in the uh, as high regard as I do and some others. Mm-hmm. And you talk about things along those lines. Um, but the, the key is, is we're resilient because we keep coming back, yeah. and that's why the is, you know, it's more than than. Than just money. I know you like, you talk about like the vacations and uh, vacation days and having certain days off. And I'm like, all right, yeah, but you know, i don't work during the summer, but I don't get paid during the summer. <laughs> right. You know, and so, right. So many
1: other teachers who, you know, have had to, you know, get other jobs. Se- yeah,
0: second jobs, summer jobs, stuff like that. Yeah. You no, know, it's tough, but they still put in the time to make sure that you're taking care of your other kids the kids that sit in front of you every day and and listen to what you say and watch what you do um, and so um, it, it's hindsight you know we fight for their hindsight
1: yeah and
0: those kids may not get it now but in five years you'll go back and say oh wow it clicks it clicks and that time in that space was important to me and it has helped shape who I am right whether Push me on the path I was on the positive path I was on or I look back and say dog that person was trying to help me not make a mistake that I made
1: that may have caused me some trouble right. you know right right hey, amen I'm a, um, I always ask two questions as I wind down because we, yes, t- we can definitely talk about education all the time I mean uh, like Especially, you know, with my parents being teachers and the stories that they've told me um, oh, yeah. when they reminisce and whatnot, but, um,
0: <laughs> but boy, <laughs> yeah. lot,
1: lot, lots of stories. Trust me, lots yeah. of stories. But, um, but two questions I always ask as I wind down. First question: What do you want your legacy to be?
0: Yeah. That's tough, man. I know. Uh- Hey man, I ain't nobody, man. I, you know, I'm, I'm I'm there. I'm doing my job. You know, if as long as I can make an impact. I know that's so cliche, but um, I've learned through the years that there are rewards, and most of the rewards are when you know I, I hear from my former students. Right. Um, and so, if, you know, David Rogers' legacy is just that. You know, this was a guy who cared about us and cared about us enough to sacrifice. Uh, some of his own time and money and 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 just blood sweat tears and blood pressure <laughs> right. so that I could be a better person
1: you know we just want to give back man right right, exactly and you know what hey I don't think it's cliche you know a lot of people say it but I mean if that's how they feel and uh I definitely don't think it's cliche man because we're all here for you know a reason we're all here for a purpose and you know after 24 years obviously your your purpose is being able to, to mold these young impressionable minds man so um, I mean I I, hey man, I definitely commend you and salute you for that you know what I'm saying I didn't
0: want to be a teacher but maybe teaching found me maybe you right. never be because now I've realized over this time now I can look back and
1: say you know I am I, I, where I'm supposed to be right exactly um, And then it uh, is a nice segue to the our final question which is you know generation motivation podcast always ask this as well uh, how do you and a lot of times I feel like it's twofold but how do you feel as though you're motivating your generation in generations to come?
0: Wow. One, I hate
1: talking about myself. I just want you to know that. Hey, man. But this... Hey, but you know what? It's what? Fun, it's funny you say that, too. Because a lot of people, when I interview them, you know, they feel like they're kind of, you know, bragging and boasting. And, uh, you know, they don't want to toot their own horn. But, honestly, th- this is the reason why I have you on the podcast. Because I want to highlight people such as you that are making a positive impact in the community. So... You, you should be celebrated. You know what I'm saying? A lot of times, man, there, there are people that make impacts. Everyone is not going to be a celebrity. Everyone is not going to be a millionaire or a billionaire. Everyone's not going to be a pro athlete. Everyone's not going to be on television. But does that mean that those people are not making just a much, as much of an impact as those celebrities? It's, it's a lot of rich folks out there that don't do anything. All they do is think about themselves and how can they make more money? You know what I'm saying? So that's why I feel like my purpose with this podcast is to be able to bring, you know, people such as yourself that are um, thoughtful in what you're trying to do in regards to making your impact a positive impact on the community. So I want you to, I want you to talk about yourself. That, that's why I have you here.
0: <laughs> All right. Um, Okay. Okay. <laughs> All right. Ask your question again.
1: All right. Go ahead. I know. I didn't. I didn't tell you these two questions before we uh. My fault. I was supposed to tell you these these, these two questions. These because these, these are normally stumpers for people if I don't tell them upfront. Um. But uh, the question is, how do you feel as though you're motivating your generation and generations to come? I think
0: just by being an example. I think you have to go out there, you know, you can talk the talk, but you have to, you know, put both feet on the ground and dig your heels in and make that difference. Some people talk about it. Some people do it. Um, I say, uh, when my father passed, um, I remember we were at the funeral home. My mom, my sister, myself, we were setting things up and there was a little uh, poster on the side, not a poster, a little plant or something like that. And it simply said may the work I've done speak for me right. at the end of the day I hope that what I have done will represent David Rogers David Rogers Jr. and David Rogers III just right. my legacy is still watching me as well right. and so I've got to be able to just keep trying to do what I think is right
1: right right exactly hey, amen and um I salute you and I applaud you um but you too brother you are making a difference I told you that you are a
0: teacher as well now, I just formal said that you are too and, and you're out here making an impact man and, and, and I'm proud of you and I appreciate you hey bro Give form to you know share with
1: you yeah man hey look I, 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 I appreciate that and um you know, and you know when we set foot when we set foot on Ant's campus, man. You know, it was one of those you know boys to men type of moments, man. We we all grew up and uh, just kind of came into our manhood, didn't know what was in store for us, and now we look in twenty plus years and saying, hey, we on a podcast together, a podcast together. Oh, I can't get out a podcast together talking about making an impact on our community. You see what I'm saying? So um I think I think it's just beautiful, you know, the evolution and um we both have stories to, you know, to share. We've we've lived it. Um Absolutely. You know what I'm saying? So even, you know, when we, when we talk stories we'll never share. Huh, and stories we'll never share. Hey, we'll take them to the grave. Um, <laughs> but um but uh nah, man. I um but hey, man, I, like I said, I definitely, I definitely salute you, man. I definitely apl- applaud you. Hey, continue to um, continue to shape these these young minds, man. Let them know that they matter. Let them know that they have power in their platforms. Let them know that um, that they too can make a difference. You know what I'm saying? Hey, a lot of times, someone souls into you. You gotta think about sewing into someone else as well. Hey, don't hey don't let all the sewing come into you and then it stops. You know what I'm saying? Hey, you gotta you gotta think about others, man, and, and being able to sow into your community and 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 help build the next generation. So, um, but I hey I definitely appreciate you, bro. Hey man. Anytime. It was my
0: pleasure and my heart.
1: Definitely definitely appreciate you. Um any last things uh you want to any last thing you want to say or any uh, advice let me let me yeah let me end it on that note what advice would you give to uh, a teacher that's starting out like as a as a new teacher right now What, what would be you know your advice as a veteran of 24 years
0: that you're not going to know everything you're not going to get everything right the first time it's a learning experience but it gets easier as it goes on. And for well, every time you get frustrated and some who go home and cry, there's going to be one kid who comes to you and says, you know what? Thank you. And, 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 and that's going to make all the difference. That's and that's enough. why you will keep coming back. But just don't give up. Stick with it. And know that you're making a
1: difference. My man. Hey, Dave, I, I definitely appreciate you joining us uh, on Generation Motivation, sure. the podcast. And uh hey to the listeners, thank you, thank you, thank you so much for tuning in uh to another episode. Definitely appreciate you. Continue to like, share. Um, hey, and just continue you know, to make a positive impact on society. There is power in your platform. Hey, use it for positivity. Until next time, I'll holla.